Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you as always for joining us. Uh, delighted to be with you. If you want to call us, we're at 866-WS-RADIO. You can get uh, me at RealMarkCohen on Twitter, Marsha Collier on Twitter. Uh, you can get us on our Facebook page, Computer and Technology Radio. Uh, let's see, what did I miss, Marsha? Uh, no, I think you pretty much got it. And if you're tweeting to us live during the show, please use hashtag tech radio. We both follow the stream and we got I'm Mark Bernhardt and lots of other people. Al Hopper out there. You be talking says he won't make the show this week. Oh, so it's nice to see our Twitter friends. How was your week, Mark? It was nice. I uh, was in Dallas last week. And I know you were in uh, Texas. You were in Houston, right? No, I was in Midland. Oh, Midland. <laughs> Midland. Oh, okay. I was in Dallas. Yeah, that's, Midland is a city that is comprised totally of oil rigs, oh. pretty much. And what's interesting about Midland, we went for a reunion. Um, there's no hotel space. The oil companies are actually investing with, like, Marriott and Hilton to build those, like, stay hotels. You know what, you know the kind I mean, where right. you stay for longer times. Right. And they're beautiful hotels. The oil companies, from what I heard, are paying with joint venturing to have them built. And the oil companies get paid back within a year because they need so many people out there on the rigs mm -hmm. that they move people out there and obviously sponsor their living and, and they stay there. And then the hotel chains end up with the, you know, they get their money back in a year. The McDonald's in Midland, Texas, pays $15 an hour from what I heard, and they send a van out to pick up their employees and bring them to work. You I know, mean, talk a, about a city that's booming. That's actually funny that you're saying $15 an hour because there's a big push on uh, for fast food restaurant workers to be paid $15 an hour. I wonder if that's where they got it from uh, you know i don't know but it seems to be in this city i have never seen so I, there's like one percent unemployment it's insanity the and there's no place to live you can't buy a house um there's nothing available and huh. they just keep building these stay hotels it was kind of fascinating interesting well I, I was in dallas which is a much larger city needless to say uh fun weather was beautiful it was my uh, best friend's daughter's wedding and uh so i flew in for the weekend and and that was great i have to say the dallas airport is the easiest airport not only to get around but to go through security security i literally went through in about two minutes which was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, and, and this was interesting, I took uh, a Magellan GPS with me because I rented a car. And and it worked great for the most part, except... Yeah, for the most part. Well, right. no, the, it wasn't the GPS's fault. Unfortunately, at the Dallas airport, they're doing construction. And it's so ridiculous because right around the airport, you can't get on the freeway. So I've got the instructions to go to my friend's house from the Dallas oh airport, right? And, and I'm and I'm listening to my GPS, and my GPS keeps taking me in a circle. Get on the freeway. Well, I can't get on the freeway, so I keep going straight. Literally, 
I circled the airport for about 20 minutes till oh, I finally no. found somebody and said, help, you know, and, and they said, okay, do this and do that and do this. But the fault of the GPS is that it doesn't know that there's stuff going on and it assumes that you can get on the freeway where it tells you to. So literally well, you know, I was, you, you know, know, I find the same thing here in LA because, you know, we've had a lot of freeway closures oh, God, because yeah. of construction yeah. and you want to get on the freeway and you get there and oops, it's closed. I now, when you're crazy. around Sunset Boulevard, you have to go a zillion miles and in circles to yep. get back on the freeway somehow. So after circling around for a while, what I ended up doing was, oh, look, there's a bunch of cars headed north. I'll follow them. Just follow them, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they know what they're doing. And indeed, they did. But traveling with a GPS, you know, when you don't know the area and there's construction going on, it it's can be problematic. Tough. It's very, very difficult. I mean, I, you know, I have to say 99% of the time the GPS works great. Although if you're in LA, uh, Wilshire Boulevard, which is in here in LA, is one of the main off-ramps to the city, is closed for, let's see, 10 weeks. So it is insane. It is absolutely insane, this kind of stuff. But be aware of that if you're using GPS. Oh, and, you know, there are some apps, I think, called Waze, I think is the app, where you can, on your phone, get notifications right. of closures. Is that, you're talking and about it, W-A-Z-E, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, ways or was on a child's brain. Yeah, I, I actually have it on my phone because, I, funny you're saying that, as I was riding back to the shuttle to get to the parking lot where my car was, there was a, I got, you know, uh, started talking to a family who was there, and we were talking about, tra- and he was looking at his phone, and he said, oh, you know, I think we'll take the 405 instead of the blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, what app are you looking at? And he said, Waze or Waz or, you know, however you pronounce it. W-A-Z-E, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good app. It, it gives you traffic. It follows your route along and tells you the speed as you're going along. You know, five miles ahead, it's 40 miles an hour and so on and so forth. So that is a good app, and it's free. It is free, but, you know, if you're alone in the car, again, you shouldn't be futzing around with an app, right? This is true. <laughs> this is true. It's hard to text and watch TV in the car and listen to the radio. And, and, yeah, I know, and all that yeah. stuff. It gets confusing. No question about it. So anyway, so that was uh, our trip. And uh, now I'm curious because I didn't uh, uh, have a chance to listen to the show. Bob Levitas, what did Bob have to say about the new iPhone that's allegedly coming out on the 10th Well, you know, that's... Uh, that- or that the whole thing with the new phones, and I wasn't prepared to talk about new phones today, but everything's just a rumor. I think pretty much all we got out of it is there's going to be a gold color or a champagne color or something like that. Yeah, which, which we still don't know whether that's true or not, and I don't think I'll be upgrading. But uh... and, and from what I've heard, the Motorola, the new Motorola phone, the Moto, is really it. It's supposed really? to be a fabulous, fabulous phone. Everything I've heard about it is is great. And Samsung is announcing new phones. They supposedly have a Note 3. I have the Note 2, but the Note 3 is even bigger than the Note 2, which means it would be too large for my little hands. (laughs) But they are coming out with uh, new tablets, all kinds of things. Um, And I understand on September 4th, Samsung is doing an end run around Apple. Now, this is, you know, all my conjecture from the Internet. And they will be announcing the watch. Whatever the watch. the watch is. Oh. Well, you know, there's lots of rumors of what, you know, they're go- all going to have these new phones, uh, these new, I, I don't know, phone built into a watch. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I have trouble seeing some screens as it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I want a plastic watch on yeah, my wrist. Yeah, I know. That's the big thing. You know, yeah. you know, well, it's a big thing, except, you know, those who can still have very cool old school watches on their right. wrists, right? Yeah, I'm a but watch person, how, so I like wearing actual me watches. Too. 
Me yeah. too. How do you feel? If there's a smartwatch out there that has your phone and everything, are you going to wear this? No. I don't know how comfortable it's going to be. I hate jewelry anyway on my wrists and hands. No, I'm not so, doing that. No, no, I, I won't do that. I've, I mean, I've tried them for uh, exercise purposes, you know, when I'm working right. out or that. But beyond that, no, I'm not wearing a watch that, that tells me. It's like the old Dick Tracy, uh, you know, camera watches uh not camera tv watches yeah i think we're the only ones who remember dick tracy yeah well they tried to get, they actually came out with uh, a similar watch not that many years ago a little tv watch and it was kind of stupid frankly uh by the way i want i want to talk about you know i don't get excited about games very often anymore because i just don't find that many games that are different than the next one but i actually have to say sony sony playstation 4 and xbox one are coming out in december and this is actually for the sony playstation 3 it's a game called the last of us and i talked about my game of the year about two years ago was uncharted which was made by a company called naughty dog which makes just phenomenal gaming things and this you marcia you Turn this on. It's like watching a TV show. It is it's so called sp- Last of Us. The Last of Us. It's for the PS3, exclusively for the PS3. Um, and it's kind of an apop- apocalyptic story. A pandemic uh, has changed civilization. Twenty years later, uh, there are infected humans running around wild. And, you know, it's a bit of a shoot 'em up but it's also, you know, kind of a... Uh, you're working with a, a woman and a little kid and you work your way through the story and, you know, sometimes you have to be stealth and sometimes you have to be shooting. But for, for the most part, it is just mesmerizing to watch this game because the quality and the work that's been put in by Naughty Dog and by Sony for doing this is just spectacular. Uh, the gameplay, the, I, the AI system, you know, the artificial intelligence works extremely well. There's a lot of character-driven things going on in the game, and it really is just an outstanding game. It's rated M for Mature. Um, again, a lot of killing, a lot of violence in it, but it is a game that I think you will find with just the visuals are spectacular and for me watching you know playing a game watching a game where i can look at it and go oh my god it you know kind of feels like you're really in this thing or like it's a tv show or the best animated film you've ever seen uh and that's available from um, sony for the ps3 and it's called the last of me so if you're a gamer and you're looking for something to play new and you haven't played this one i recommend you try it because it's outstanding uh and that is that you know marshall when we come back let's talk about the big announcement of the week. Steve Bomber, CEO of Microsoft, has announced he's retiring. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say, you know, well, when he started with Microsoft, it was so many million dollars of value, and now it's like a, a quarter of that. But I don't know that we can blame Steve Bomber as much as perhaps blaming the industry. Yeah, it, you, and we should <laughs> Things, talk about I that, I mean, too. in his tenure on in Microsoft... Things have changed an awful lot. And if you remember, remember when the iPhone came out, Steve Ballmer did say, yeah, people ain't going to pay for that. Right, right. <laughs> well, he had a, you know, we're going to talk about his hits and his misses. Uh, sadly for him and his ego, uh, when they announced that he was leaving, the stock went up two and a half points. So. Oh, no, I think it ended up uh, seven points up from his announcements. Uh, no, Friday. not that much. Really? No, not that much. No, it's, it's, it was about two and a half. Uh, but it's, uh, it's interesting to see. You know, we'll, we'll have to pay attention to, uh, what goes on. And, and I know Marsh and I both have some things to talk about in, involving Microsoft and Steve Bomber. So we can talk about that. What else you got for later? Oh, goodness. I have a bunch of Android apps that you absolutely must have. And what happens to your Google Mail when you croak? 
Google has a solution. All right. We'll be uh, right back. Don't go away. Lots of good stuff ahead. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen on Tech Radio, WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. So uh, as we were talking about, Steve Ballmer has announced that he's going to retire next year. Um, and it was interesting. One of the points they made was this is hard to believe, but Microsoft has $60 billion in cash. $60 billion. 
60 so, billion, is that all? That's all, just 60 billion <laughs> in cash. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, hey, pay it out to the shareholders or, you know, buy back your stock or whatever. So that, you know, Mark, think- will you explain to me? We all hear buy back your stock. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It just means they send you a letter and say, says, we want your stock now? No, it generally means that they go into the open market and buy back stock. So what happens is if you have, let's make it easy, if you have a thousand shares outstanding and you want to buy back 500 shares of that, that means that the company only has 500 shares outstanding still left there and it reduces the amount of people involved and doesn't dilute your ownership of the company. So as the and issue, it raises the stock price? It, generally speaking, it's a good thing. It means the company is very sound. It means that the, um, the, that there's money to buy it back. And then when you reduce the amount of shares, you're a bigger owner of the company if you keep your shares. So if you own 10% of the company and there's a million shares outstanding, you own 100,000 shares. But if there's only 500,000 shares outstanding, you own your percentage is greater. So people like to see companies buying back their own stock because it's a I very see. positive thing for the company. So they think that's one of the things they wanted. And you know, there, and there have been issues, good and bad. You know, I thought we'd talk a little bit about, you know, some of the positives and negatives. Uh, first of all, Microsoft Windows 7, that was a big hit. Uh, converted, uh, you know, a number of people was introduced in 2009 as a simpler system to Vista, which was not a great operating system. It's considered to be the most popular desktop OS around the globe. It owns 44% of the market share, which is a whole lot of market share for an operating system. Um, the bit and I love Windows 7. Yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons, and, and this is maybe what's hurting Microsoft. I, I'm, not, I'm holding off buying a new laptop until there's a new OS. I'm not wild about Windows 8. Well, you and a lot of other people, because it only represents 5.5% of the global desktop market. So it's way behind. It was released on October 12th. And there were, you know, you know, let's face it, there were a lot of things in there that people just didn't get. You know, they didn't understand the Windows and where's my start menu and how do I shut down? Yeah, I mean, down? I'm still on my Windows tablet going. <laughs> yeah, very confusing. You know, it's but very... it's interesting that Bomber, when they uh, interviewed him on ZDNet regarding, you know, what he about leaving Microsoft. And they asked him what his biggest regret. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I'll quote, uh, I would say the thing I regret most is the loop de loo that we did that was sort of longhorn to Vista. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember, Vista was kind of a mishmash, and when it came out, it just wasn't what they intended. And he said, I would say that's probably the thing I regret most. And you know, there are side effects of that when you tie up a big team to do something that sure. doesn't prove out to be as valuable. Yeah, uh, now the uh, the first the major updates coming out and they say October 1st. So we'll see what that means, but I actually have not, you know, I keep saying I'm going to upgrade the computers to Windows 8 and, you know, one I don't use it that often when I'm at home, which is the machines that I would do, and I just don't have any burning desire. You know, I did, I beta tested Windows 8 and I, I wasn't remember. Yeah, wasn't jumping for joy. You know, I, I like it. I thought it was okay, but uh, I haven't changed it. So that's, it, for the moment, that's considered to be a bomb. Yeah, and Windows mess. 7, I, I'm on my computer every day. I'm yeah. working every day. I use, But you see, I use Word. I use PowerPoint. Right. I right. use Excel. These are my go-to apps. Sure. Aside from a browser, which everything else, you know, I do a lot in the cloud. Mm-hmm. But I don't like leaving my documents in the, gra- in the cloud. I will upload stuff to SkyDrive. 
but I won't generally sync with SkyDrive because I have so many computers right. that I don't, you know, I'll copy and paste to SkyDrive yeah. instead. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think we'll see, you know, bet to, yet to be determined. Uh, a hit is considered Xbox. Bomber took over in 2000. Uh, oh, yeah. Xbox 360 debuted in 2005, and it has been one of the strongest systems. Sold 77 million Xbox 360s. Uh, probably going to continue with Xbox One, even though there have been some preliminary misses, like always being on and attached to the Internet. Uh, but that was certainly a hit. And, you know, you for some reason, I guess in those days, you didn't expect Microsoft to be the one to come out with a popular gaming system. But it turned out to be. Um, so that was certainly a hit. Uh, a miss, uh, maybe not, is the Windows Phone. Uh, you know, I don't think the Windows. I got to tell you, I liked the Windows Phone, did. but there were not enough apps for it. Yep. Not that I, and it's interesting because I'm not a big app user, mm-hmm. but the apps that I use, I have to have. I mean, yep. it's just it. And a lot of those apps on on Windows just, you know, they they just didn't cut it for me. Yeah, it. You know, and I. Continually said, I gotta test it in Windows Phone. I gotta, and I just never got around to it. You know, with all the other, with the, uh, the iPhone and the Samsung and the Galaxies and all the phones, I just never got around to using a Windows Phone. So, uh, that's to be determined still, but not a great success. Uh, one of his hits was Outlook.com, which launched in the summer of 2012. It has 25 million active users in just over four months. Uh, I piece, like Outlook. I have to tell you, I think Outlook.com is excellent. Yeah. It uh, really is. It was considered one of the top apps by PC Magazine, uh, best products of 2012. So uh, Outlook.com was certainly um, a success. Microsoft Surface tablets, not so much. Uh, I don't know any, but you have one, right? Yes, I do. And? And as I said, the Windows 8 makes me go, er, yep. but I do love what it can do. I just have to get used to it, and I'm so used to doing my work on a desktop mm-hmm. that, and I think of a tablet, you know, uh, we talked about this once, and I look at tablets for consuming data and information, yep. and using a laptop or desktop for productivity. It's a big head switch yeah. to start using a tablet for and it just doesn't seem right absolutely you know when you're writing we're used to like having our hands in a certain position and granted the little keyboard is kind of fantastic it's Mm -hmm. click click it it works great but i'm just you know not there well they had 858 million in sales surface revenues between october and june but they occur incurred a 900 million dollar charge for the uh, inventory adjustments so it's certainly at this point not a hit uh, another bomber thing, Microsoft Office, considered to be one of the all-time probably best hits. Uh, and, you know, even with uh, cloud services like Google Docs and such, uh, Microsoft Office is still, as you said as well, it's still kind of the go-to tool to use for Office. We use it if you're in If you're in business, you're using that. I mean, yep. yeah, it's great. Google Docs is okay. Yep. But, you know, when you're exchanging stuff between people, yes, you can exchange Google Docs. Mm-hmm. But when you need a universal product, the installation of Microsoft Office is so universal, yep. even across Mac. Yeah, no that question. You want, you're kind of there, and that is a big win for Microsoft because the universality. And I think this is something we're going to have to 
do in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, even talking about the new iPhone, which always wants to use iMessage. Right. You have you have to go around certain loops to make it not use iMessage because iMessage won't work with your friends who have Android phones. Yeah, exactly. So what we're going to have to is go to is a more universality when we come to new technologies. Yeah. Uh, let's go back, if we, if we have time, to the Microsoft issues, because I want to get on our buy of the week now. Uh, and this is always the time of the show, I think, normally, that we do the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Uh, <laughs> Rakuten.com, formerly known Buy.com. Uh, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. I still... I liked Buy.com. I did, too. Name. It's so much it's easier. Cheap, really? Uh, anyway, Rakuten. yeah, it's, I don't know. There's got to be some reason for it, which I don't have Yeah, Rakuten the bought Buy, and they decided well, yeah, to carry Well, yeah, I don't have the energy Pizarro to figure brand. out why. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. But uh, if you're looking for a personal laser printer, the Brother HL2230 compact laser printer uh, was $199.99. Rakuten has it for $59.99. Uh, that's free budget shipping included. So, you know, for those of you who want to use, don't care about the color and, you know, just want to print Wait out a Wait a minute. Lot. I have to add something in yeah, here. Yeah, please. I have this printer. And? And it is an excellent, excellent little printer. Good. For $59, yeah, you, you can't it? beat it. Um, I'm taking a look at the one they have for sale now. The one I have is duplex. It'll pay, go on the back and the front, print on back and front of the sheet. Yeah, this one does. Uh, this one does. It's a great little printer. There is nothing wrong with this printer. For $59.99, it's a great deal. I did replace it with an HP all-in-one that mm-hmm. rocks my world. It's oh, yeah. Well, though, you know, and I like the yellow but, ones. I use it, too. Yeah, I mean, but and the laser. But for $59.99, for $60. and it's, this one's Wi-Fi enabled, correct? Yep. Yeah, because mine's Wi-Fi. You can have it in any place in the house. It's a small little printer. It's about the size of two shoe boxes, I think. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> very small, and uh, it works great. And, uh, you know, you're saying Wi-Fi to me, and I just want to make sure that's absolutely correct. Uh, network capability. You know, this does say network capable not available. So I'm not sure that okay, this does Okay, then the one have I Wi-Fi. got did have Wi-Fi. Okay. So, but still, for fifty nine ninety nine, yeah, hell of, I mean, hell that's of a, a deal, great huh? deal. It's yeah, a brother, good, solid printer. Uh, it's the Brother HL twenty two thirty compact laser printer available at Rakuten dot com for fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, including free budget shipping. That's a heck of a deal. And and cheap laser. Uh, Refills. <laughs> uh, are they cheap? Yeah. Yeah, cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap. cheap okay. Cheap, cheap. We got lots more to talk about. Some movies. I want to ask you about. I'll tell you about a movie I just saw in the theaters and all kinds of stuff. And we want to talk about your new book, which is out. So okay. when we come back, let's do that. All right, we'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen, and we are on WS Radio. Did you know it's the worldwide leader in internet talk? Ha <laughs> ha. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's I-Q-P-A-K-K.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Hymer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks, with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one cool sculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. 